Locked On Packers host Peter Bukowski threw together two interesting trade proposals on behalf of the Green Bay Packers organization to us here at Locked On Broncos for the Denver Broncos to acquire Aaron Rodgers. We take a look at both trade packages and we discuss which one the Broncos would take. Would they maybe decline one of the offers that is presented? Does it present too much capital? You get that and much more on today's brand new episode, Locked On Broncos. You are Locked On Broncos. Your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a brand new episode of Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On NFL Network, your team every day from the South Stands to the end zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Bettinger. Both of us, we cover the Broncos for the Locked On Network and Nine News. You can get this podcast free and available everywhere you get your podcast in audio format. You can watch us here on YouTube. All you got to do is hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage at Broncos Country. Once again, mile high salute to you. We appreciate you for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. Sarah, the dominoes are starting to fall. We've got rumblings going on right now around Aaron Rodgers. We've got mock trade proposals being sent our way. Plus, the Broncos introduced their brand new coaching staff on Wednesday. So there is a lot to break down here today, my friend. Can't wait to do it. I can't wait either, Cody. I mean, this is fun. This is my favorite, my favorite stuff. You know, the off season mock anything. You know, mock free agency, mock trades, mock drafts. Boom. You know me. You've known me for a long time. This is my wheelhouse. So I'm pumped, and especially because we're talking about star QBs. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Could we see this deal go down? I mean, could it be this simple? I mean, my goodness, I can't wait to talk about it. Well, you know, let's talk about it right here because Locked On Packers host Peter Bukowski, who many in Broncos country, they're they're having a good time with his tweets. I mean, he's put, he's <laughs> even wagered on maybe where Aaron Rodgers will go. He's made deals with Broncos fans, and I don't know, Broncos fans have been very fired up about Peter, but Peter approached us and said, hey, I have two trade proposals for you. We want to do a mock trade here, and we want to see what it would take or if the organization Denver would take this trade package if, in fact, we were to trade away Aaron Rodgers. So I said, you know what? That's a great idea. We would love to play this game. So without further ado, let's get to the first trade offer that Peter Bukowski threw our way here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. And this might be one of the deals that maybe Broncos country will get on board with. Let's start in Denver. Lockdown Broncos host Cody Rourke helps me figure out if these are viable trades for the Packers. And let's start with just the base trade. There is the Aaron Rodgers to Denver with three firsts and Jerry Judy. That is the package I pitched last week. It is the most likely package in these scenarios. What is the answer? So on behalf of Sarah Bettinger and myself, Cody Work, we are going to take a look at two offers that have been sent in to us. The first offer coming from the Green Bay Packers organization for the Denver Broncos. If Denver wants Aaron Rodgers, the first package includes three first-round picks and Denver Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. In return, the Broncos would receive Aaron Rodgers as their next quarterback. Now, for Broncos country, would this be a move that you'd make? On behalf of the Broncos organization and both Sarah Bettinger and myself, 
we will gladly accept this trade offer from the Green Bay Packers. And we would make this move in person, in real life, if in fact that were the case here. This would be a tremendous value here for the Broncos organization. Parting ways with three first-round picks. You could get three years of quarterback play from Aaron Rodgers, potentially longer, depending on how long he wanted to play. And you'd be giving up a young wide receiver. You do have Cortland Sutton. You do have Tim Patrick. You do have K.J. Hamler. And you could also invest in maybe some of the later rounds to find another wide receiver or free agency. You could sign somebody as well this is a trade offer that the Denver Broncos will accept okay that works we we have a deal maybe I should have pushed for more uh but this is uh, I think a good place to be that's a fair trade so let's Let's keep operating under those assumptions. They take that. Maybe I should have asked for more. Obviously, a lot of great insight there from Peter Bukowski. Now, Sarah, I always felt it was interesting, too, because I felt like the initial proposal would have included more, right? He, he you know, wants Jerry Judy. You know, granted, we've talked about this before on the show. Jerry Judy could be in one of those packages. At three first-round picks, I felt like there would be, like, seconds and thirds. So, like, if, if he is proposing that the Broncos could get Aaron Rodgers for three first-round picks and one player like Jerry Judy, I feel like that's a no-brainer, Sarah, for Denver. I feel like they're not really losing too much. Yes, you're losing capital, but you're maybe banking on the fact that you could get Rodgers for three years, and then, yes, you do lose a wide receiver, but you have some young guys that you can obviously continue to develop, not to mention Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick locked up as well. So it's like, that's a really good deal for Denver. I think it is. I really do. And I, obviously, there's a lot of Broncos fans. We love Jerry Judy. We want to see him be a featured piece in the offense. Of course, adding a player like Aaron Rodgers would would vault Jerry Judy, right? I mean, it would, it would send him to the moon in terms of his potential. But at the same time, if you have to give up something in order to get somebody like Aaron Rodgers in the building, I feel like Jerry Judy is an asset that Broncos fans, we got to be willing to part with that right I mean Jerry Judy is a player who hasn't he hasn't quite lived up to the first round billing over the first couple of years a lot of his peers in that 2020 NFL draft class are are kind of far exceeding his production and I I agree not not all of them have the same quarterback situation as Denver but at the same time you know two years into Jerry Judy's career I feel like it would be much easier to give him up in a trade especially for somebody like Aaron Rodgers and you're talking about three first round picks like the ninth overall pick this year there's there's really no clarity Cody for me of, of where the Broncos go or could go with that pick and then the picks beyond that after you've already acquired Aaron Rodgers 2023 and 2024 those picks are likely to be in the late 20s or the 30s maybe so who really cares about about those picks anyway so to me if this is what you're giving up for Aaron Rodgers three first round picks and Jerry Judy yes for the Packers those are nice assets because hey maybe next year or two years down the road you could move some of those picks for another quarterback that becomes available and they would have those assets you know so that that be, kind of becomes nice for them but at the same time I just feel like, man, there's no way I wouldn't give that up for Aaron Rodgers. Well, Broncos country, let us know in the comment section down below. Would you accept this trade offer by the Lockdown Packers podcast, what they sent forth to Sarah Bettinger and myself? Let us know down below. We're going to get to the second trade offer that involves a little bit more capital and maybe an additional player that I feel like for me personally, it'd be very hard for me to part ways with one of these players in this trade package. We'll get that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. That's our good friends over there, betonline.net. And football might be over for the season, but 
basketball is in full steam with both pro and college hoops ongoing from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, and more. BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. As we jump into the second half action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, more trade proposals coming our way. Now, you know, a lot of time, but as the time that we're sitting down and recording this podcast, Sarah, there was this conversation about what had happened just a couple nights ago. Aaron Rodgers put out this big Instagram post. Now, by the time this episode drops, He'll already have maybe potentially, there, you know, rumor has it he was going to appear on the Pat McAfee show. We have no idea if that's going to be the case, but there could be some clarity about the situation ongoing. So this is also a great time to get this next trade proposal in from Peter Bukowski, host of the Lockdown Packers podcast. It includes a lot more capital, but, I, you know, for me, there was a little bit of hesitation. What was the offer that Peter Bukowski had to offer? Here you go. What about the prospect of getting both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, something that we have heard might be on the table, or at least Rodgers and Adams would want to team up if Rodgers were to leave. Uh, I don't know how realistic that is, uh, you know, from reporting. I'm, I'm sure Devontae would love to go play with Aaron Rodgers again. Now, have they actually talked about teaming up? I, I don't know that we have a clear picture of that. I don't think Green Bay is under any um, obligation to make that happen, but it certainly could. So let's say Denver offers a godfather package, three firsts, Jerry Judy, Patrick Sertan, and that high second that Denver has in this year's draft. What does Cody think of that one? Now, for the Denver Broncos, this is a move that does not make sense for them, especially considering Patrick Sertan being included in this trade package. The Broncos organization, on behalf of myself speaking here, will not accept this trade offer to acquire Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers if, in fact, it means that the Broncos have to include Patrick Sertan. You have to have really good cornerbacks in the National Football League, and Patrick Sertan has emerged as one of the budding young superstars potentially in this league that can play the position for years to come as an all-around player. The Broncos would be very foolish to part ways with Patrick Sertan to be able to make this happen. Now, Denver, I think, on the other hand, would be interested in maybe a counteroffer. We may include an additional second round pick and third round pick and also a second round pick and third round pick in the 2023 NFL draft. All those draft picks for that, including Jerry Judy, removing Patrick Sertan from the equation. That is what we would do here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. Okay. A counter. I like it. I like it. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of draft picks. And if you're the Packers, I think you have to do that. You have to do that because if you are moving on from Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, you are essentially saying we are resetting for the moment at the very least. And then you get this horde of draft capital to try and restock your roster, to try and build up a roster around a quarterback who's just not going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers. And certainly not in year one and probably not, frankly, ever. So you, you get Jordan Love. Uh, if that doesn't work out this year or you don't think it's going to work out beyond that, now you have extra firsts, extra seconds, extra thirds to now trade for a guy if someone is available, to move up in the draft for someone if someone is avail available. 2023 is a, a quarterback draft class. 2022, not so much, which actually puts Green Bay in an advantageous 
position. And obviously I gave my reasoning, Sarah, as to why I decided to decline this offer on behalf of myself. I spoke for Lockdown Broncos, but I don't want to speak for you, right? Because I feel like definitely you and I, we view things differently and also similar sometimes, which is great to kind of get that. But it's like, when you look at the offer, three first round picks, Jerry Judy and Patrick Sertan, for Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers together, Sarah, I mean, for me, I feel like I don't want to give up Patrick Sertan out of anything. I feel like he's a generational player or he has the potential to be. I just feel like that'd be giving up way too much to get those two players. And granted, those two players you're getting are really good. Would you accept or would you decline this offer personally? Man, oh, that's a great question because I think on the Broncos roster right now, as you head into the offseason, isn't Patrick Sertan really the one guy that in any trade scenario, you're like, oh, man, I, I just I don't want to give him up. He feels like you said, like generational. He's our superstar. I mean, he's the he's kind of the cornerstone piece of this team with Von Miller out. And I know that doesn't seem like that. He's only been around for one season, but we saw just how good he is. And for the Packers context, you know, obviously you can never have enough corners, Cody. We get that. But, I mean, they ha- they do have Jair Alexander, and they yeah. drafted Eric Stokes last year. So, like, does the does Patrick Sertan really make the most sense in terms of, hey, this is the asset that we want to take from you guys if you're going to get Rodgers and Devontae Adams? I think if it was just for Rodgers, I would say absolutely not. You know, we'll, we'll go a different direction if you're going to require Sertan. Uh, but at the same time, I'll play devil's advocate here, and I'll say if if we're talking about trading Patrick Sertan and Jerry Judy, and then mean you know draft picks that don't exist yet for a Super Bowl trophy, I would do that trade. And I and I know that that's ugh, I hate to even say that because I love Patrick Sertan, and I'm with you. I'm in the boat with you of saying like you know that's kind of the one no you know for me. It's like you're not you can have but <laughs> Patrick Sertan, but if if you could guarantee a Super Bowl, which you can't. Uh, no. I would I would do that trade at the same time if if we you know two three years in the future or whatever the Broncos have won us another Super Bowl and we don't have Patrick Sertan would you say that trade was worth it to me I would say probably yeah but I mean it's I'm torn on it because I don't want to give up Sertan I would give up like I said pretty much anybody else on the entire roster but maybe Justin Simmons would be the other guy that I would say ah you can't you can't take that guy those are our two kind of core guys but you can have anybody else and you want the one guy that we don't want to give up. That's the, t- that's the toughest yeah. part about it. So <laughs> it, it really tears you up on the inside. I think if you're George Payton, you would obviously have to sleep on it. That's your first ever draft choice, right? I mean, that was the first guy he yeah. drafted in, as a general manager in the NFL to use him in a trade to acquire a back-to-back MVP quarterback. I mean, you do, you got to give up something to get something, but at the same time that, that would just hurt. Well, that's why I threw my counter offer in there as well. I said, you know, hey, we are not going to give Patrick Sertan away. However, we'll counter. I'll give you, you know, this year and next year's second round pick, right? And I'll give you an additional third round pick next year as well. So it's like you get three first round picks, Jerry Judy, two twos and two threes. I would happily part ways with all that capital. And Peter made a great point, too. It allows the Packers to really essentially rebuild. They have all this capital to have flexibility to do whatever they want. So even if they do take a step back this year by losing Rodgers, 
they still have an opportunity to build going into next season or the year afterwards. So it's kind of like a win-win here for the Broncos organization and the Packers. So interesting thoughts enough here. Broncos country, we want to know what you think of these two trade proposals. Let us know down in the comment section down below here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast provider. You can tweet us at CareerKNFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at Lockdown Broncos. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. Both Sarah and I, we're going to get into a conversation about the Broncos introducing their new coordinators. Their three coordinators, offense, defense, and special teams. We talk about the expectations we have for those guys as well. Not to mention, we highlight some of their experiences and maybe what they can do to transform things coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about the other sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. That is our good friends over there at Built Bar. And as you all know, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's also the healthiest protein bar that is out there on the market. If you need a little bit of extra fuel to get you through your day, Built Bar is where you need to go every single day. They have nine amazing, delicious, original flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor that you can check out at Built.com. Find a flavor for you that you love, or if you haven't done so already, maybe one that your family loves, you can get a mixed box with a Sorted flavors as well to be able to figure out which built bar best suits you and your taste buds. And as I mentioned earlier, getting a little bit of extra fuel to get through your day, the built bars contain 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only four grams of sugar. That's tremendous value for something that's covered in 100% milk chocolate. So go to built.com today. And when you go to checkout, use promo code LOCK15. You know what that's going to do? It's going to give you 15% off your next order at built.com. Once again, promo code LOCK15 gets you 15% off at built.com. All right, sir, as we jump into the fourth quarter action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. Once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day because for the true fan, there is never an offseason. We have you covered every single day with Broncos talk, analysis, and more here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Sir, my friend, obviously the Broncos introduced yesterday their coordinators to the media. Justin Outen is the new offensive coordinator, Ejiro Evro as the defensive coordinator, and Dwayne Stokes is the next special teams coordinator. A lot of energy and a lot of youth. This is the youth movement here for the Denver Broncos. Now, initially, I want to talk about expectations. Now, we know that Justin Outen is going to have some sort of role in the offense. He's not going to be calling the plays, but he'll be responsible for maybe a red zone package, third down, whatever it may be. But he's going to be very collaborative with Nathaniel Hackett, who will be calling the plays. On the other hand, you look at Giro Evro. First year as a defense coordinator, he's going to be working a lot with Dom Capers. Dom Capers is going to have a you know a little bit of a role in terms of being able to help him as a first year DC. And it's great to have that kind of experience in that sounding board. Dwayne Stooks, there's a lot of talking. Former Broncos special teams guy Joe D. Camillus had a lot of great things to say about Dwayne Stooks as well. So it's like, in your opinion, what expectations do you think are reasonable to have for these three coordinators coming into a brand new season where the Broncos have a lot riding on the line? Well, one thing that I want to say in terms of where my expectation level is at is the fact that all of these assistant coaches, Cody, they're coming from the number one seed in the NFC, which would be the Green Bay Packers, and the Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams. Therefore, my expectations are extremely high, and I, I feel like that's just that's just how I operate. You know, I'm an optimist by nature. You know this. People listening know this. I'm just very optimistic as a person. I'm always optimistic about the Broncos. 19 and 0 till we ain't. I guess it's 20 and 0 now that there's a 17th <laughs> regular season game. But that's just how I am by nature. But at the same time, I feel like as you're as you're looking at guys that have been these guys are they've been assistants in the NFL 
for quite some time now. It's not like they just came up from the college ranks and here they are, they're getting thrust into these position coach roles with the Packers and the Rams. And all of a sudden now they're the the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator and special teams coordinator in Denver. No, that's not the case. These guys have been coaches for a really long time. They've been working their way up. They've seen how a lot of really, really good coaches operate. That's one thing that I love. And they're ready. They're ready to be equipped with the opportunity to lead. They're ready to get out there and kind of do their own thing, build their own program. And you just get the sense, Cody, and maybe, I don't know, maybe you agree with me on this. Maybe you are kind of in wait and see mode. But I really just get the sense that the collaboration from both sides of the ball. I love the fact that Hackett and Evero are good friends dating back to college. I absolutely love that. It feels like the collaboration is going to lead to some pretty immediate success, in my opinion. I, and regardless of who the quarterback is, to me, I feel like that kind of cohesiveness with your coaching staff is gonna is gonna be really good for the Denver Broncos. It's all about environment. And I think that what we're seeing right now with the Broncos, I mean, one thing I love about these coaches, they're they're all energetic. You know, that's one thing that when you talk to players, like when I sat down with Shelby Harris, when I sat down with Justin Simmons and, and Noah Fant during Super Bowl Radio Row Week, the one thing they talked about with me, I mean, this wasn't even on the interview, but they just talked about like the environment, you know, they feel like will be very different. It's going to be very positive. And it's something that they, they welcome the collaboration. Like they're excited the fact that they have a coaching staff and they have coaches that are willing to listen to the ideas that they have. Now, I think that is super important because you didn't get a lot of that with the last coaching staff. You know, look, the, the last coaching staff had their own issues and flaws, but they also did a lot of great things to help change the culture around that the Broncos needed. So there is that. Now you have this welcoming environment with that culture. Sarah, I mean, that can do a lot of different things. It can motivate a team to to ride that pine there and to try to get that momentum. And it all depends upon how you play. And look, I think quarterback will obviously be a big uh, you know, question going into it. But like you said, if you nurture an environment and you create these opportunities and you create a system that allows players to flourish, you don't necessarily need that quarterback. Now, I'm not saying that the Broncos don't need a quarterback. They obviously do. But I'm saying you can make up for a lot of those things with a really great environment. That's one thing that I'm seeing. And look, the Broncos, they're going all into on a lot of minority coaches, giving them the opportunity to even audition to be able to become coordinators in the NFL, to be eventually become head coaches. I love the fact that the Broncos are approaching diversity and obviously inclusion here in the workplace and obviously a lot of very talented young coaches too that have the potential to rise up to be some big names in this industry. One thing we're looking forward to as well, but Broncos country, that will wrap up today's episode of Lockdown Broncos here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Both Sarah Benger and myself, we appreciate your interaction in the YouTube comment section. Do you want to interact with us on social media? At Cody Work NFL, at Sarah Benger, at Lockdown Broncos on Twitter for those of you that want to reach out to us our DMs are always open. We love the conversation as well. But with that said, we'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Lockdown Broncos. What's the latest on Aaron Rodgers' watches? That is now escalating here ahead of NFL Free Agency. Plus, we share some of our other takeaways as well, pretending to all things Denver Broncos. You get that here, the Lockdown Broncos podcast. <laughs>